And it's time for another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, Buford, and goodness knows who else. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. Welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And you're back with another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast. And today we're going to do something fun. We're going to do an episode on things that, words that used to mean something that they don't mean now. Like what? <clears throat> well, for instance, the word truck. What does the word truck mean to you? Well, that's what you haul gravel with and kids with to the swimming hole. And mm-hmm. Usually four wheels or four wheel drive, lock the hubs in, get muddy. Get from a good Ford Ranger to a Max semi. semi. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, the word truck actually used to mean vegetables. What? Yeah, produce. What we would call produce today back in the 1800s was called truck. And you might have a truck garden or a truck farm. I've heard a truck full of produce, truck of produce. Well, that's probably how that word got changed, I would imagine. But there's a lot of words that we, and a lot of words we use a lot today that don't mean what they used to. Words like awful. Awful. What does awful mean to you? Biggin's breath. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's pretty awful. And it, it can be, depending on the day. But no, it meant something that was, that means today something that's bad. Something that's... You know, awful. Well, yeah, exactly. Not good. <clears throat> but it actually used to mean something that filled you with awe. So, sort of fear of God kind of stuff, you know? So, like... You're in awe. You're so in awe. You're full of being in awe. Yeah. So you're all full. Exactly. You say that that your that awe which, is full. That which I am looking at is awful. It is so. It fills me with awe. They don't use that anymore. Same thing with terrible. 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 Terrible, terrible means you know it, it's not good. It means it's awful. But right. it actually used to mean something that would strike would strike you with terror, just like horrible was something horror. that would strike you with horror. But we use those words now totally differently. Oh, that's terrible. That pizza tastes terrible. You know, well, that's not what it used to mean. It's not, you're not scared of the pizza. The no. pizza doesn't fill you with horror. It's just not good. We think terrible means awful. Exactly. And awful means terrible. And both of them really mean something else. There you go. Um, I, I heard uh, the comedian uh, Louis C.K. doing a routine about that, about how we've ruined the word awesome. Man, that pizza was awesome. Really, it struck you with awe. It brought you to your knees and filled you with with fear of your life. I had that happen in California. <laughs> I did. I was at a Motel Six. That very thing it is a pizza. Is when that Pizza Hut had that top level and is you know like one slice was five thousand calories. Yeah. Yep. Filled you with awe. It did. Scared you to death. I was on my knees. All right. How about bully? Bully. What's a bully? Tammy. Tammy's a bully. Yeah? She's one live next door. She's two years older than me and my cousins. My, every time I hear the word Tammy, my shoulders hurt. She just punches all the time. Tammy was a bully. Yeah. And that's what bully means today is a ruffian, somebody who's mean or nasty. But it actually comes from a Dutch word, bull, which meant lover. It was originally used as a term of endearment like sweetheart. Well, see, they said she hit us because she liked us. 
Well, and she looked like a bull. This, there you go. My my youngest boy Jasper come home from school the other day, and he said that this boy was picking on everybody, and and uh, Jasper's no shrinking violet, you know. And so I told him, I said, well, you know how to handle it. You just take care of it. So the next day, the boy got up in his face, and and uh, Jasper told him, he said, seems like you're having some real problems at home. Are mommy and daddy not giving you the attention you need? Do you just need some love? Because you're doing an awful lot to get attention here. Do you, do you need a hug? I mean, we'll give you hugs if you want it. Just make, I don't need no hugs. And it run the boy off. Because really, that's all he needed was he needed some attention. And if he couldn't get really? good attention at home, he's going to get bad attention at school. Hey, we had a bully in the fourth grade. And and he was bullying everybody and bullying me. And we was, you know, just taking it and just dreading going to school. And the teacher took me out in the hallway and told me, he said, I see what's going on. He said, I'm going to send him after something, and you got permission to step out in the hallway. I'll close the door. Just so you know, whatever you do, you won't get in trouble. And so, boy, he came down the hall, went to the bathroom, and I just went out and shut the door to the bathroom. When he got done with his business, I went about my business, and we never had any problem with him again. My goodness. That teacher knew how to handle things. Well, see, my daddy did the same thing. He told me, I had some guys bullying me at school. He said, pick the biggest one in the crowd, get in his face, and t- give him what for. I didn't even get to hit him. The guidance counselor saw what was happening. She grabbed us both and took us to the office. She said, what's going on? And I told her, and I said, I was just getting ready to whoop the hell out of him. And she said, he sounds like he's serious. If I was you, I believe I'd leave him alone. And he got, he got uh, detention, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> My father said, "If you have, if you whip mm-hmm. him, and they want to whip you, you tell them to call me. They ain't gonna touch you." Right. Well, see, this teacher, <laughs> he had he had made him write on the board. He had paddled him. He had done everything he knew to do. But this guy just kept picking on people and bullying them, and he was at his last resort and just gave me permission to shuck the corn. And you shucked the corn on him. I did. I remember you back in them days. You could shuck the corn. I could shuck the corn back then. You was a tough boy. I I can still do it today, but only once. Yeah. I'm I'm like Toby Keith. I ain't as good as once was. Well, I'm good once. As I ever was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I always think about, whenever I think about fighting like that, I think about the movie Paint Your Wagon. Lee Marvin said, if three of anything jumps me, you might want to help out. But up to there, I'm okay. Yeah, just don't worry. Enjoy the show. But uh, now another meaning of the word bully back in the old day was a protector of a prostitute. So basically a pimp. So bully's a pimp? It was back in the old days. All right, here's another one. There's a bunch of them down there on Dixon Road. Yeah, Trinity Lane. Bullies everywhere. Cute. What does cute mean? Pretty. 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 It used to mean that it, uh, it just meant that you were sharp or clever. Well, now, I can understand that. I've heard that. Oh, you're just being cute. Exactly. You're just being cute. Yeah, we still kind of use it that we way still in use that it response. That way. But, right. yeah, but it means, nowadays, it just means attractive in a sweet way, you know. All right, dapper. Uh, that's, 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 I know what it means by hearing it, you know. like It's like fine. It's like refined, fine, cleaned up, sharp. Dapper means sharp, right. uh, you know. That is true. Well, it actually used to mean brave. Dapper did. Mm-hmm. If you were if you were dapper, you were brave. So William Wallace was dapper. But brave used to mean splendid, showy, or gaudy, which is basically what dapper means. So those two words have swapped. Have swapped. 
over well, time. I'll be. Ain't that something? Dapper Dan, what a geographical oddity. We're two weeks from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I always loved that. What in the world is going on? Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's funny how things like that happen. See, the language is fluid. Um, That's liquid. Yes, exactly. It moves about and changes. People have tried for hundreds of years to pin down the English language and say, this is what English is. And tell people that, you know, ain't ain't a word. Well, there's another one, pin down. And... (laughs) But it, it that people try to say this doesn't isn't a word. This is, you can't say what a word is. A word, language changes. Language evolves. Language becomes different things, and you just have to let it evolve and keep marking as you know. As far as lexicographers go, the people who do the the dictionaries. What a lexicographer! What's that? That's a person who catalogs words. Lexica, lexica, kind of like means, a dictionary. Yeah, people who write dictionaries. You just have to report what's changing about the language. They did a thing on... Uh, so like Warsh is now Wash? Uh, apparently, yeah. But it actually did used to be Warsh. And, right. and Ask and Axe mm-hmm. were both interchangeable back in the old days. Yeah. Um, nowadays, people say Axe sounds ignorant, but it's just a dialect word. It, it's just things change. It's kind of like Mir. M-E-A-R. Mir means come here. Yeah. Mir. 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 How you? Mir. Mir. Um, and then... Uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? I D apostrophe N apostrophe T. Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, but no, uh, uh, language changes. It's always evolving, always developing, and always being becoming something new. The other night on Jeopardy, they did a whole category on modern words, you know, new, new words, and one of them was one that my youngest boys love to use: yeet. Y-E-E-T, yeet. What is what you had for supper? Nope. No. That's jeet. Jeet. Right. Yeah, it's got a D sound. Right. It. No, yeet means to throw something, to chuck something, as we would say. Or, or it can also just be an exclamation of uh, happiness. Yeet. But the kids use it. They say, he yeeted him off that uh, bridge, you know. He picked that boy up and yeeted him right off the bridge. That's like them there means those. Mm-hmm. Them there. That's kind of silly because it's it's longer. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you change something and make it longer? It's like we used to say wherefore for why. You know, Romeo, oh, Romeo, wherefore art thou, oh, Romeo? She wasn't asking him where he was. She was asking him why he was Romeo. Huh? She didn't know he was Romeo? No, she was asking him why his, why his name was Romeo. Oh. She said, wherefore art thou, oh, Romeo? Why are you called Romeo? Because his family name was an enemy of her family name. But she said a rose by any other name still smells as sweet. You know, so it doesn't matter that you're that you've got this name, you've I still re- love you. You've read that thing. Oh yeah. Right. A couple times. What about well, Ite? Ite? Right. Yeah, well that's that's another hillbilly word. That just means okay. Well let's take a real quick break for a word from our sponsor, BigfootSearchgear.com. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there, somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains. 
as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back. How about Al Knot? O-W-L-N-O-T. Al Knot means all night. Oh. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Bad. Bad. What does bad mean? Not good. Very good. There you go. So, it, it, in Middle English, its meaning was wicked, evil, or depraved. Now, when and, you say Middle English, are you talking about a time period or a... Uh, well, Middle English was a no, it was a, a type, it was a phase of the language we speak today. It was after Old English, which, which is was... Elizabethan English? No, no, no. No, it's before that. Old English was the, the, the writing of Beowulf, the, the poem Beowulf. It, you wouldn't even, it sounds like Scandinavian. After the Norman conquest, we got a lot of French words and we got this new language now that was called Middle English. And it was much closer to what we speak today. We talked about this in the Canterbury Tales episode we did when I says Juan Nat April, which means when April. That was you know, you can kind of hear it. Um with his shuri suit, with his shower suite. Um so so in Middle English, bad meant wicked, evil, or depraved. But it actually before that, many etymologists claim that it's a shortened version of an old English word, bede, which meant someone who was intersexed. Or a man who was effeminate. Sissy? Yeah. So in old so English, bad, it used sissy. to mean you were an effeminate man, but by Middle English, it had become wicked or evil or depraved, which is how we still use it today. Well, they until, say for good now. Like, and see, I was going to say, until the last 20, 30 years, when, man, that's bad, became that that's mean, good. good. And now the kids say, that's sick, which yeah, means it's good. good. So yeah, things change. The language uh, evolves. Um, let's see. Okay. Fizzle. You're going to love this one. What does fizzle mean? That means, uh, to go out. Yeah. Like a firecracker. That yeah. Goes, yeah. Fire go out. It originally out. meant to fart quietly, which kind of makes sense. That's something big as can't do. <laughs> so when somebody, somebody who knew what fizzle meant yeah. back in those days lit a firecracker and it, they went, well, that was a little fizzle. Well, you wouldn't want a lot of fizzle. No, but so that's what it originally meant. Flirt. Flirt. If, yeah. What's flirt mean? Well, that's just when you're trying to flirt, uh, get be sweet to. Uh-huh. Sweet nothings, you know. Talk. It originally was synonymous with the word flick. Flick? Yeah. I got to flirt that fly off you flick. Flee. Exactly. So, yeah, you wouldn't want to flick a girl to flirt with her. <laughs> hey, baby. Ow, that hurt. Quit. I'm sorry, just flirting. <laughs> All right, let's flirting with you. Speaking of girls... What does the word girl mean? Female. It means a young female, right? Young female, like a woman is a female with a child. But it used to just be, in Middle English, back 800 years ago, it was just a gender-neutral word for a child. Girl. Huh. And so if you see in like the works of Geoffrey Chaucer or something, if you see the word girl, it doesn't necessarily mean a girl a child. Female. It means a female child. It means a, just a child. Kind of like a pup. But over time, Like yeah. we would say a pup. Or a kid. Be, yeah, a just kid. Just a gender neutral word. Mm-hmm. And so, but it, over somewhere time. Somewhere it applied to one side instead of being for both. Exactly. Well. Now, on that same lines, the word guy means a fella. Yeah. You know. 
but it was originally it came from the name of a man, Guy Fox, who was in the the uh, gunpowder plot. He was the guy that tried to blow up Parliament back in the 1600s. With gunpowder? Yes. Then and, and um, he was an anti-Catholic thing. It's if you ever saw the movie. Um, uh, uh, v for Vendetta, where they wore that mask with the mustache on it. Yeah, that's a Guy Fox mask, and they would say, "Remember, remember the fifth. They of did November. that a while back. Yeah, uh, over those uh, whatever things it had to do the internet. They were showing up everywhere. Yes, they, that's yes. anonymous. Yeah, yes. anonymous. Yes, they wear those. Well, that's a Guy Fox mask, and those were used. They're still used today in England on the fifth of November. They have bonfire night, and they burn Guy Fox in effigy, oh. and they build dummies of him, and then set and everybody him on fire. dresses like him. But um, before guy just meant guy, it was referred to as a grotesque or scary person. So, ooh, he's a real guy. And then it just became, hey, what's up, guy? So, yeah. All right, let's see. Now, uh, while we're on the... I got one for you. What's that? Peaked. Peaked? Yeah. Okay, peaked means... Pale, pale sick, or, yeah, sickly. Sickly. Yeah. sickly. He's peaked. Yeah. What it used to mean? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just thought that's a word I don't hear anymore. My grandson, you, you look peaked. Oh, looking kind of peaked, yeah. Keep, well, now, while we're talking about movies, we've got, you know, The Matrix, um, The um, Matrix, we think of, well, of course, the Keanu Reeves movies, but also A Matrix is like a, a framework, nice. a, a, a thing, a way something is built. But it originally just meant a female animal or plant kept for breeding or reproduction. The female, whether it's plant or yeah. mammal. So, like, if you had if you had a greenhouse and you were taking cuttings off of this matrix to build other, you know, Braids. To, to, to grow other plants, that was the matrix. So, it just meant the mother. It sounds like the word. The matron. host. Yeah, the host. Meat. Steak. It originally just meant solid food. It could be anything, potatoes, mashed potatoes. Meat. Hand me some of that meat. Yep. And then it became it came to being just specifically or the, the, or, the, yeah. the the flesh of an animal. Any 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 flesh. Any flesh of an animal is considered meat. But yeah. Huh. All right, here's one for you. This is for our Ray Stevens fans. What's a hussy? Oh, that's, that's You a, shameless hussy. That's a wild woman. A wild woman. My father always used to sing cigarettes and whiskey and wild, wild women. They'll drive you crazy. They'll drive you insane. He didn't know the rest of that song. That's all he was saying, just that one part. But it wasn't cigarettes and whiskey. It was cigarettes and whiskey. <laughs> That's oh. the way that song goes. What's well, uh, uh, a hussy today does mean a wild woman uh, or a... Uh, but uh, it was originally a word for a housewife. Hussy. Hussy means housewife. Hey, you try that today and see how that works for you. Yeah, you'll get a frying pan upside the head. Where's your hussy? What's up, yo hussy? Bang! Where's daddy? He's taking a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Again. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, don't make a pretty, pretty woman your wife. Take it from my point of view. Marry an ugly girl, she'll be good to you. That's right. Man, I saw your wife. Yeah, she sure is ugly. Yeah, but she sure can cook. (laughs) Hussy. Speaking of hussies, did I tell you my wife, and and flirting, we talked about that. Did I tell you my wife got flirted with yesterday? No. Oh, my Lord. She stopped at a grocery store, and a woman, woman, a man walked up behind her and said, big girls need love, too. Said that to your woman? Said that to my woman. Lousy day. Did she slap him? No. She just she first ignored him. She thought he was reading a bumper sticker. 
And then he said, ma'am, I was talking to you. She said, huh? He said, I said, big girls need love too. Wow, that's a lot of nerve. I'm telling you, that's a, that's a better that's a better pickup he line. He weren't no gentleman. It's only slightly better than you don't sweat much for a fat girl. I mean, come oh, on. Like, that's awful. Yeah, it's better than the pickup line I used on her. What'd you use? Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> Best one I heard, buddy of mine, looked there and said, you want to be buried with my people? <laughs> buried with my people? Yeah. <laughs> that's how he proposed. You gonna be buried, my people? That's a good one. That'll do it right there. Man alive. Yeah, I could not believe that. She called me. She was on the road driving back from Branson visiting our oldest boy out there. And she said, You don't believe you ain't gonna believe this, but I just got flirted with. I said, Well, Lord, that's been a while. She said, I know, but he wasn't very good at it. He wasn't very good at it. <laughs> Show enough. And she told me the story and I said, You know what, baby, you're right. He wasn't very good at it. He said, I said that to a woman back in the back of the store, and she gave me a hug. You need a hug? Beulah Dean said, I'm not much of a hugger, and I sure don't need one from you. <laughs> and she said, and I've been driving for nine hours. I don't think you want a hug from me. <laughs> Ouch. She said, now, to, to give him, to, to, to be fair to the man, she said, I was wearing my frumpy sweatshirt, so I did, do, I did look like a big girl. But I have been instructed to inform you all. She is not a big girl. All right, she's a little big. <laughs> I wasn't going to say hussy. No, 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 no. Because that's a whole different thing. Well, we're going to take another quick break for a word from our sponsor, coffeeandsugar.com. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D. S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. Reckon. Reckon. There's one for you. Yes. I actually talk about that one on my Because there's a difference between reckon and reckoning. No. They actually come from they're the same word. Reckon, is, and people think that in the way we use it when we say, what, like do you, guess. what do you reckon? They say, what do you guess? What do you Figure think? Figure out. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually a mathematical term. It comes from the German word rechnung. Well, it comes from the same root as rechnung. They both come from the early... Proto-Germanic languages, but it, it means to figure up, to count up, to to add. So when you say, what do you reckon? You're really saying, how do you calculate this situation? So when somebody says, I'm here about the reckoning. That means they're here for the bill. Yeah. A bill, is, you know, in Germany. Time pay up. Yeah. When you finish a meal in a restaurant in Germany, they give you the reckoning, the rechnung. And it's uh, the tabulation of what is owed and must be paid. That's why in the movie Tombstone, the character McMasters said, I don't blame Wyatt. If they was my brothers, I'd want revenge too. And Doc Holliday said, oh, make no mistake. It's not revenge. He's after. It's, it's a reckoning. reckoning. Yeah, it's a little more chilling when you understand the language. Yes. The bill had come due and them boys was going to pay. A lot of people, myself included actually, at the time when that movie first came out back in 1994, did not understand that. And, they, and people, I heard a lot of conversations and I even had a few conversations about it. Like, well, what does that mean? It's a reckoning. What does that mean? But once I found out, I was like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I knew what that meant. All right, now the next two words I've got for you are a pair, a Christmas time pair. Two. Naughty and nice. Naughty and nice. What does naughty mean? Bad. Mm-hmm. That's the way we use it now. Nice means good. Okay, but naughty originally had to do with being poor. It comes from the word naught. Nothing. So I grew up naughty. Didn't have nothing. Which is why naughty kids at Christmas don't get anything. They're getting naught. It's not, not about nothing. misbehaving. They're the ones who are not getting anything. Okay, is it N-A-U-G-H or is it N-O-T? No, it's N-A-U-G-H-T. Like not, not. Just like not. N-A-U-G-H-T. So not means nothing, and naughty means one who has nothing or did well. originally. So... Um, it's now become associated with having nothing in the way of morals, but it used to be about nothing in the way of uh, riches, money. Well. Um, nice, however, used to be, um, it, it wasn't a compliment. It meant you were stupid or ignorant. He's nice. It comes from the Latin necius. But over time. What? Well, isn't he nice? What's that word? Necius is a Latin word. N-E-S-C-I-U-S. Of course it is. But it it meant stupid or ignorant. But over time, you know, well, he's kind of simple. So because I didn't he? understand that word, I was nice You're about awful it. nice. I was nice about it because I didn't understand that word. So now you can use that as, yeah. a, as an insult. You can say, well, aren't you nice? And that pleases me and I don't care. Yes. And they don't know. They don't. Bless it. Bless it. Aren't you nice? Bless You're just it. so nice. Bless it. Now, villain. Oh, what is a villain? Uh, uh, Kirk Douglas. <laughs> our, very very our, often, yes. Yes. Lee Van Cleef. Yes. Yeah, there's a good one. Yes. Um, the Riddler. The Riddler, yes. Frank Penguin. Martian. Um, the, <laughs> the Penguin, yes. Burgess <laughs> Meredith. A villain means a scoundrel, a bad guy, but originally just meant a villager. They were... The common folks, the village. Villains. Yeah, they're villains. Yeah, they were from. They the live village. in a village. They don't live in a cave. They don't live in a castle. They're villains. They're just commoners, and they live in. in yeah, and but then, and they then, were nice. Then with they, yeah, they were they, nice they, villains. They were very nice villains, exactly. A bunch of hussies, and they were naughty. With a bunch they didn't of hussies, and a lot of hussies down there too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. See, I'm catching so up. That's how. That's how this. How our our language has changed over the years. Well. So, but but if you think about it, you can kind of see how it came that way. Because okay, you've got villains. You've got these these simple folks from the village who don't have anything, and they get into mischief and trouble. Yeah. They're acting villainous. Yes. And then that just comes to mean he's a bad guy. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's amazing how our language changes as time goes by. So, there you go. You've gotten a, a nice little English lesson I've today. I've learned some things. You've done learned something. I'm not nice out? anymore. Yes, you're right. I'm not going to be nice now because <laughs> I know things. You hang out with me long enough. I know things. Now, I actually got a lot of this information from uh, an article I found on Babbel.com, um, which Babbel is a, um, a language uh, service online. And I got some of it from uh, hotpepper.ca. Hot pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, article called Five Words That Used to Mean Something Else Entirely. 
So I want to give credit where credit's due. These are uh, some interesting uh, websites. I do a lot of research on this stuff and spend a lot of time on the web looking at things because I do on TikTok, I do Buford's Obscure Word of the Day. So I'm always looking at etymology. So you give them credit at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I got my words from my Uncle Clarence. Yeah. That reminds me of a joke that uh, Justin Wilson used to tell, the old Cajun comedian. Mm-hmm. He said there was this fellow that lived on the shore of the Mississippi River, and there was a fellow that lived out on the island. The fellow that lived out on the island's name was Clarence, and they was always hauling across the river one another, insulting one another. And then when they started building a bridge over to that island, he said, I'm going to go over to that island when they get that bridge done, and I'm going to whip old Clarence. And he told his wife that. You just watch. He said, they get that bridge done, I'm going to whip old Clarence. And uh, so he got, uh, they finally got the bridge done. He said, I'm headed off. I'm going to go whip Clarence. And he left. And about a half hour later, he come home. His wife said, well, that didn't take long. He said, well, you know, I got halfway across that bridge and I saw a sign that said Clarence, seven foot, eight inches. He didn't look that big from across the river. <laughs> he wasn't losing his roof mount. <laughs> he didn't look that big from across the river. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, things are gearing up here in the Great Smoky Mountains. We're getting, we're starting our, uh, we have started our Christmas uh, tours up here in uh, uh, Pigeon Forge. So if you want to go on that Christmas lights tour, you just go to uh, theredneckbus.com. They're bringing a third bus in. Yep. We're, we're staying busy and folks are coming to see the show. <clears throat> we got um, me and uh, Boo Boo and Biggins and Sassy, my daughter, doing tours. Gator. And Gator doing some day tours. The night tours are, are the other four. <clears throat> and yeah, we're staying uh, <clears throat> we're staying real busy and, and a lot of folks come to see the Christmas lights. We do we have a lot of fun, y'all. We do uh four tours a night. Six They've got one point one million more lights than they did last year. They had five million last year. We're up year. over six million lights now. Yeah. Oh, they put in some beautiful new things. They've got this oh, one display away. that's the Ooh, this one display that's you got the you see the mountains and a cabin and an ox pulling a cart and the wheels are animated and then there's the old pigeon forge blacksmith working on the forge and he's swinging that hammer back and forth. It's really cool. Really cool. It's right across the street from the uh, uh, stampede. But um, <clears throat> theredneckbus.com. Yeah, we got tours at six and six thirty, eight thirty, and nine o'clock. Every night of the week. Um, and Still got our daytime tours going, too. Yes, the 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock day tours. Totally different tour because it's daytime and the Christmas lights A lot of private on. tours at any time you want to do that private tour. That's they can true. Book a private if, tour. If it's available. Yep. If, if it's available. And then we're uh, uh, recommending ReservePigeonForge.com. ReservePigeonForge.com. If you're coming to the mountains, those prices can't be beat. They will accommodate what you want to do. They find out what you want to do, and they can address it, whether it be hotel, cabin, Dollywood, Redneck, anything. They can make a package that no one can beat. And help you get uh, make your vacation the best it can be. Speaking of making vacations the best they can be, I had people on the bus last night who had a bear get in their cabin yesterday. Came uh, in through the window. That ain't good. And got in the bedroom. The bedroom door was the door, closed. I was about to say, I hope that door was closed. Door was closed. But the woman said she heard a ruckus in that bedroom, and she was in there by herself. She went running. And she got. She was a, in the bedroom. No, she was in the house. Oh, the rest of the family had left. She got a broom and went and started beating on the door with a handle and making a lot of noise, which is how you get rid of a bear. A lot yeah. of noise. And uh, the bear exited the house, but she said she went there and closed that window and locked it. 
And then she got her camera out and she showed me the pictures of the bear paw prints all over the bed. Then the bear went out and got in the car and she had to go out and run it off from the car. She said she did like I did when I ran that bear off that video we've yeah. got 10 million views on. Yeah. She went right out there and she opened up her coat real big, started yeah. trying to look big and screaming. That's good on her part. You got to be bigger Stayed than Stayed away. Don't yeah. run up to it. But no. she got up on the porch and just looked big and screamed and the bear ran off. Took yep. us three cubs with it. So, But yeah, folks, when you're up here in the Smokies, please lock your car. We had a bear die of heat exhaustion this summer because it got into somebody's car. If they smell uh, fast food bags, they will get in your car. Their their smell is uh, sense of smell is seven times that of a uh, bloodhound. That's really good. I mean, that's that's very good sense of smell. And they can smell if you've got a Big Mac box in your car that ain't got no Big Mac left in it. They don't know that, and they'll get in your car. And that bear got in there, and the door closed behind him, and. He just laid there and died in 140 That's degree awful. heat. That's awful. So we really yeah. hope that you'll come up here and visit us. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Hillbillies in the Holler and at Meet Buford. For merchandise, go to hillbilliesintheholler.com or US. .us. Okay, and uh, go to uh, meetbuford.com and go to uh, uh, theredneckbus.com to book tickets to come see us live in the meantime, oh, by the way, I forgot. Howie Mandel. He's still doing fine. I'm Buford. I'm Bebe. Y'all be good to each other. You've been listening to the Hillbillies and the Holler podcast. Come back next week for a whole lot more fun right here in downtown Boogertown.